0: How comfortable are you with, like, compliments uh, yeah. about your music and yourself?
1: I think I'm getting better about it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Th- Is this a question, like, a part of the podcast? Or are you... you about to compliment me?
0: I think I'm about to. Compliment oh,
1: okay. You. Okay, ready. <sighs> okay, I'm ready. I,
0: if if I if you could. Gamble on the future success of creative people in New Zealand. Okay. I would put money on yourself.
1: Ah, oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where the fuck is this going? I was like, yeah. are you gonna like, ask me like who I'd gamble on? <laughs> and then I was like, you gonna like ask me like, okay, you or? Uh, and I was like, I'm not about to do yeah. that. <laughs> oh. True.
0: I think I think you're. I think you. Sure. I mean, you're a great singer. Welcome to Hako meets Humans. I'm here with <laughs> Samara Lofer.
1: Hello. Hello. Kilda.
0: And I'm starting this podcast out as I often do with uh, <laughs> far too many <laughs> compliments. <laughs> but you're a great singer. But there's your... the the thing that makes you you, and I think why I loved seeing you live at Moomgrown. Is you you there's so many facets to you. Yeah. You like most people can sing or maybe another yeah. person can produce stuff. Another person might have a lot of personality, but neither of those other things. Yeah. For me, like I get <laughs> a lot of all of that stuff from you.
1: Sharp, period. <laughs> yeah. Period, bro. Period.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and and I thought, you know, this whole podcast and what's happening here at Pointon Studios, shout out Pointon Studios. Shout out. When we were talking about it, I was like, we want this to be a place that highlights for us people and artists and things that are Mm -hmm. happening that, we want to see more of, we want to put up there on this, like look at this, this is fucking awesome Mm. and you're someone who completely fits that bill. (laughs) So I'm very happy that you came and talked to me here. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks so much. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even look at you in your eyes anymore. I'm sorry. Because I'm feeling like really like, whoa, all of the sort of conditioning is sort of kicking in right now. Shy is the word. Shy. (laughs) With a capital S.
0: What is that? Is that like, have you, uh, yeah, because you're, I wouldn't just, like, you and I just spent a good amount of time hanging out, which I loved. (laughs) I wouldn't really describe you as a shy Mm. person, you know, when you're in the flow, when you're in flow, when you're talking to, you know, when we we had a conversation going, we're going to do this thing. That's right. So, like, is there, what, what happens, like, when you feel. Shy or when things are happening What's happening for you?
1: I think I oh, We just If we're able to focus On one thing And then like Get real into the one Thing and like That we want to get into We can go hard At that thing you know what I mean Um But when it's Like something that is sort of creating like a uncertainty or something, mm. um, I think we get like an overload of senses. I think that's the way to explain it, the, the, the language to use. Uh, yeah. So does that but mean really? it takes you
0: some time sometimes to... Talk about something or think about something enough or do something enough to slip into that comfort easily? Is it a time thing for you or is it a passion thing for you? Or is it a. I reckon it's the fact that we
1: really care deeply about communication. So, and often we communicate about stuff that is not necessarily us Mm. and so when we're like urged to take on something it's usually just like a lot of like huh wait like (laughs) what oh that's right I have a I have a vessel I have a body like uh, honestly like there's like this conversation we have like often like we talk like with other sound people, people who like really fuck with sound and it's like, oh yeah, often it's it's the feeling and senses that are like happening before the fact that we realize that we're a human being. (laughs) Did I just go on a buzz? Like just then or what?
0: But I think you're, Aren't you talking about flow, like being in the yeah. flow state? Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people about that, like getting into that zone is kind of the key for a lot of people mm. to get shit done or to experience life. Yeah. It's a lot easier when because our brains are, I think, controversial here. Mm. Brain's overrated. <laughs> Thinking too much, overrated. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. my brains have, I have a very busy brain. If I can get into flow state, cheeky Benji out here. Yeah. Sneaking around, trying to get a preview of what we're talking about on the podcast. Ah. <laughs> but I totally, I totally feel you. I, I think like, yeah. that's why I hate, we were talking about um, doing uh, promo in general yeah. stuff and, Oh yeah. A lot of what I don't like about that is that like it's all brain because <laughs> you walk into someone else's place even if it's metaphorically mm. and they put their questions and their context onto you. Mm. And which means you're not in your natural zone, <laughs> which means that you're th- have to think about it. Yeah. And I, you know, I really try not to do that kind of stuff. Like, I'd, yeah, you know, I don't. I'm waiting for the podcast where I sit down and someone I sit down with is just on one certain buzzer about the one thing they can't stop thinking about right now mm. or like think, and, like, we're just going to spend an hour talking about that because mm. that would be great, you know? True. Um, I kind of want to – I just – I first – because I invited you on. We've never really met properly. <laughs> yeah, this I've is been, our first time. Yeah, and I've, I've – I have heard of, like, your music, a bit of your music. Um, I think last year was the first year with the with the track we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And since then as well. And so it, it, in a way, and I think it, not enough people have heard you or m- met you in bunny quotes, you know, mm-hmm. as well. Mm. Uh, and I kind of just wanted to, like, find out more about you and, and hear what, y- what you're about and what you're doing because I think the – I love – what comes out of you so much? Mm. It's and it's fascinating. What's channeling that? Mm. And I guess like the first thing I want to ask is like, what is? What's you your community like? Where? What's your like home base for yourself?
1: Mm. Oh.
0: Like in whatever in whatever yeah. sense you feel most home, you know.
1: I think. That. We're really still trying to figure that out. Um, we, yeah, we're we're really, really still trying to figure that out. Uh, often, just because we spend most of our t- time and energy alone, mm. like most days, um, creating, like our work. Our sound sound workers is, is usually alone and in, in a um, you know, a bedroom studio or whatever. So yeah, I wanna I wanna say like the so I guess this the community that extends from our home base, because when I think about home, that opens up a whole can of worms. Right. What the me, the meaning of, like, home for us would it, – it just has so many things to consider because of all the bloodlines that come through us, you know? So, yeah – there's so many different there's yeah. so many different things that I, I could be like, yes, this this is home and then this is where I'm from and so technically that's home and this this is um but in terms of like our art, like Karangahape Road mm. is so the like the community and the place that really like nurtured us into being an artist and a creator, um, other than, you know, our own will. Um, but the the essence that flows through here and the history and, you know, our ties, our papa to here, it's a place for the outcasts, you know, of society. It really is. It always has been. And so it's always nurtured, and no matter who comes through this place, too, no matter like how gentrified it becomes or how, like, how much it is being built to be something else than like its essence. This like unseen vibe that like rolls through Karangahape is like so so the the community that I would say, like, has, is, is right now. um, Yeah, like, honestly, we've, like, moved away from the city, from CB, the CBD, Tamaki, so many times, but, like, we'll always just come back here. There's something about this place that sort of calls people back in, and you, but you can't stay here for too long because <laughs> it will...
0: Yeah, we'll, well send you, re- you off again. You refer to it as a portal. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Verona. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I actually kind of think that idea is a little bit of kind of a happy road as well. Like yeah. it's a it's a portal that anyone can step into and yeah. hopefully will also step out of.
1: Ha, ha, ha. You yeah. know? Yes, that's.
0: And I think that's kind of what you're talking about, <laughs> yes, right? yes.
1: Okay, okay, so context about Verona. Let's give them context about Verona. We can talk about Verona. So this is the Verona. Philosoph- this is the ph- the philosophization of the the carvings out the front of Verona is that <laughs> that we we reckon that when you walk through the portal it's a portal, first of all. When you walk through it like and you have an intention that Something upon the lines of that intention will happen, and then, but like I say, but you have to walk out the way you walked in. <laughs> like, and that's metaphors for like so many things. That's so metaphors are so many things about this place or that place. But yeah, you walk in, you must, and you have the interview, you must walk out the same way you walked in. <laughs> Because it is, it's like a vacuum, it's a portal and it's, and it's, got, its, it's got its things about it. it get, like I used to work there, so I've seen it all. <laughs> well, yeah. not all, but we've seen some crazy stuff happening there.
0: Yeah. And I think like, I, I actually really, I really in, like hearing you say, Karangahapi has a thing, an inherent thing about it through how where it's come from mm-hmm. that no matter what's happening to it now, what might happen to it in the future, that it, it, there's something that is kind of like will stay there that is permanent yeah. about this place, like an energy.
1: Yeah,
0: and I, I really feel that like there's very, there's a lot of places that change, and the things when that change happens, what made it special you realize was quite tenuous, was quite shallow.
1: Mm.
0: But then there are places where that's really not the case. Mm. And and it's I think you have highlighted, I think Happy Road is one it seems to be one of those places where like special things can find bed here. Different okay. things can find a bed here. Yeah. outcasts can be based here. Yeah. In many ways. Yeah. Do you consider yourself an outcast?
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> <It's
0: like> <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude.
1: Oh, hell <laughs> yes.
0: I've never agreed with anything so much. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, there's many things about us that uh really not accepted to the mainstream you know we're queer and we identify as non-binary first of all and um and that's an ever going growing continuous journey that you are having revelations and revelations and revelations like no matter how old you are you know um and Yeah, I think so in those aspects and in those ways, that's what sort of sets us apart from um, the mainstream. And it's honestly like I am still, we are still forming language for this we are we are still forming language for this conversation because our um experiences and realities and communities are still so fresh like mm. so fresh and um to us to our generation not for the other generations you know that that have held space for years like I'm, i don't disregard those you know uh, our, our elders or our you know our mates that freaking have done the work and had had to like receive those lashes way harder than we do you know like um the the yeah <sighs> yeah we've we've really been thinking about a lot of this um recently too and especially cuz today is is um the thirty first of March, which is Trans Visibility Day. So uh, today's been really like just lots of thought and love being put out into the into the universe, into the ethos for protection of you know mm. our communities.
0: Do you find it? Do you find it exciting being in something that you that is so like you say fresh and so as f- being formed right now or do you find it mm-hmm. laborious? Uh,
1: laborious. Like That's you- a great word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Laborious. Ah, uh, so so. There's parts of being a part of stuff that is fresh and new that are so, so exciting, especially when you get to see the next gen come up, you know. And, I, I mean, I still consider myself next gen.
0: I think I, yeah, I would consider I, you that. Yeah, so. I'm fresh.
1: I'm fresh. Uh, and In and, and another um, sense, there's also, like, really big shoes to fill. There's some... Incredible people that have come into my life Like Rosanna Raymond and um, Coco Solid That I am in absolute awe of You know And all the femme queens that have come through Like my world as well Our Our worlds have connected And I am in absolute awe of these women They're so like They're just Beyond anything that I can even articulate right now, but the the amounts of things that they have had to knock down in order for us, baby, baby, quest to come up, you know, is like it's, it's unfathomable. Yet we will have our our like battles too, mm. and have had our battles. Um, so yeah, there's. Yeah, I, 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 we really do feel excited about. Um, we really do feel excited about all the the stuff that like we'll get to do, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be other stuff that we we're gonna have to hold to. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like. Where am I going with this? I've really, I've really gone and lost my thought.
0: Maybe, but again, the brain might have stopped, but th- the flow's going. Yeah. This uh, okay. The same thing, but maybe, uh, but put, to put it in a different context. When you're making music, when when you sit down to your bedroom. Or mm. your, 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 you want to be creative in that aspect of your life. What one like? What? How do you get yourself? What's the vibe? What's the mm-hmm. like? What what kind of mind state do you want to be in? And then like the follow on question from that is these kinds of things of where you like you you you're judging where your flow is gone. Does mm-hmm. that happen in music as well, or is it just in our conversation now? But I'm really interested in both of those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Um I think Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah, I I keep doing that. Hell yeah. (laughs) I like it. I think like in terms of like conversation, I'll generally stop talking when I haven't yet fully processed or like formed the language to speak on the thing that I'm feeling. And because there's so many things that I am conscious of, even the way that I refer to ourselves because of the the um, non-binary experience, we, like, you know, often I'll, I'll say I, or and then I'll flip into we, you know, like, uh, so I think when it's the flow of conversation, it's because of the consciousness of, like, just making sure that we are referring to an authentic output and not just like you know like ignoring ourselves or ignoring the the real thing that we're feeling and sensing so often we'll just like be like I forgot that you like I forgot what I was even saying anymore because I've Gone and told myself to shut up.
0: And does that happen in your music? Like, do you have like half formed musical things that you're like, I don't know where I was going with this? Or is it a completely <laughs> different world for you?
1: Honestly, Earth Punk is half finished.
0: So, like, shout out. We've got, um, <laughs> shout out to Gabby, who has the Earth Punk printout on the wall right next to where we're recording.
1: Yeah. That's so cool. Hey. <laughs> Hey, do you do you want to know something funny? Uh, yes. So, I like made that album art. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you know if you were following us at the time, but uh when we first released the album art, we spelled our own name wrong.
0: No, I didn't I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah,
1: we fully spelled our own name wrong on the fucking art. And it was so funny and because we were doing such a like a non like typical release it was just like you do this however you do this Mm. uh yeah we released it and then we went ha 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 jokes everyone this is the this is earth punk and i had to like delete the post it already had like so many likes (laughs) and shares and i was like sorry guys Wrong. I, I've gone and spelt my own damn name wrong on, on the EP cover, and it was just it just made the release really like lovable. I mean, like, how could you hate someone for spelling their own name wrong?
0: And and like, I can't imagine. And I mean this in a great way. Like, you don't take yourself super seriously. Yeah. You, you you think seriously. Yeah. And you can, uh, we've already spoken quite seriously about things. Yeah. But I think that's very different to taking yourself seriously. Yeah. So that fits with my experience of you for sure. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: I freaking love the like block writing on it too. It's, it's like I did it with my left hand or something.
0: I think it's great, and <laughs> yeah, if and so if you want, want to know what we're talking about, definitely just have a search of the Earth Punk cover up, yeah, and go to Bandcamp. Oh yeah. Now the stuff that I heard, I saw you at Mermgrown, and yeah. I, and I would like to say like Merm, shout out to Mermgrown and shout out to Mermaidens, and everyone who played there because that collection of music, the experience I had there. And the team that was involved in making that it wasn't some corporation, it wasn't some mm. it wasn't some like for profit thing. it really felt local and it felt personal yeah. and it felt great, and I think it, it it more people should be taking the lead on that kind of stuff. Um, but that's where I saw yeah. you perform, you know.
1: That's right. Yeah,
0: and, and that yeah. Stu- uh, the music you were playing, how much of that ha- is actually like out and about and how much of it is yet to be released from oh, that yeah. set that played? Well,
1: we played two tracks that are unreleased. Okay. Uh, and then the rest of the set was like our old sound cloud like soundscape music that when we first came onto the music scene we were making soundscapes and experimental sound music and we were like no one for that you know <laughs> like then we would um go and have uh like productions done down at basement theater where we would do the soundscapes live and so yeah, we were sort of like drawing from that stuff and then mixing it through Serato with like earth punk stuff (laughs) it was just just hella fun it was just I was just like I want to have fun like if we're going to perform alone without a band, because also like, yeah, we, we have a background in like band music too. And so we're so, we're sort of used to having a few people to like vibe off. And, be and like, like lean on. Lean and on. And, you know, if you pull out then you can rely on like that essence to sort of like pick you up or like, you know, someone will get, like, overcome with the funk and then, you know, like, and, oh, sorry, and, yeah, so it's just, like, I was like, fuck, I'm going to draw from, like, heaps of dimensions of this journey that we're we're on with the artistry of sound, you know, because first and foremost, we're an artist, like, period, you know, it's so it's got to be interesting and it's got to be different and... Um, yeah, so the next time I play, the next time we play, it's most probably going to be a completely different show. Mm-hmm. And that's those who have fo- um, followed us through our like gig- gigging and stuff over the past four years like know that already. Like the OGs, they're like, Oh, wonder what it's going to be like this time. You can't rely on them ever doing the same thing can you and it's like nope <laughs> like and it's great it's great it's it's really like yeah it's a it's a real vibe I'm pretty sure as well that like there was a moment at that show where I just started sort of DJing or something hey eh? I think I just went somewhere and I was I think like so. And then I was like, whoopsie, sorry guys. <laughs> Got a little bit lost. Like I literally went somewhere and tra- put myself into a trance. And then like was like, oh, that's right. I'm performing <laughs> at the gig. And like sort of came back and was like, ah, oh, okay, so now we're gonna <laughs> and now I'm gonna sing call call from Earth Punk. Like, yeah. that's right. <laughs> But you know like cuz that's like the 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 beauty of like being a part of that sort of sound that underground sound um scene uh sound musician scene and experimental music scene is that nothing's ever really planned mm-hmm. and nothing's ever really too analytical um where you can just improvise and draw off of like all, all of your other unseen senses that like you're feeling or wanting to express, you know?
0: I do know. I was in the audience for that.
1: Ah, yes.
0: So like <laughs> it's funny that you talk about it that way because <laughs> it, it's almost that it's very relatable to me. Because it's, yeah. it's as if you were having this – and of course you were. You're the one making it. <laughs> having I had that exact same experience. Being the audience member to your music, oh, wow. which is actually really nice to hear you say, because it it means that you are as much a part of the experience of your own music yeah. as like someone in the audience, like myself, is, which is very different wow. to how I've traditionally performed and enjoyed music, mm-hmm. which is, I think mm-hmm. traditionally can be very separated, like mm-hmm. the performance. And the performers who are doing it, it's it can become rote or it can become this highly analytical thing. Mm. And I look back on what I was doing, which was definitely in that realm, mm. and it explains a lot of the separation I would feel mm. from the as the performer compared to people's experience as the audience, yeah. which is completely different to have what you just described. And yeah,
1: you know what's funny? I, I reckon it's because um, what we're doing is. We're not performing, okay. And and in the sense of like, because we we have a background in like theater and like acting. Ah, exposing myself. Oh my
0: god, exposed yeah. on the Harco podcast.
1: Exposed. Nah, those who know know. Um, we when we like sound what was and is sort of like. Our escape, so we're actually experiencing it as we're doing it, so it's sort of like uh, we're an audience member as well um if that makes sense
0: it makes lots of emotional sense to me yeah and it's it's
1: it's just physically I'm up on the thing often. and it's
0: it's it's, it's a, a, a it makes me feel sad that it isn't inherently. Easy for me to understand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That I that I don't haven't that I haven't been exposed to that kind of yeah approach approach to to music.
1: Yeah.
0: And I t- but now that you're describing it, I totally feel it, it's helping me make sense of the feeling of seeing you live and also seeing you do your thing.
1: Yeah, dope. And I hope you go home and you work on doing that thing that we were talking about. I
0: try really hard to work on being in the moment. Yeah. Honestly, this podcast is my, my practice at that.
1: That's so cool. You're doing great. You're <laughs> doing a great job.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Samara.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's quite interesting because we've sort of like... Obviously, we think about this stuff in our mind all the time, but to sort of put it out into words... Honestly, so funny. Because those who know us as, I guess, you know, a human being, not someone who's just the voice and the, you know, mind behind sound these songs that you hear on the radio or whatever, know that, like, the philosophical stuff that works through our head is really, like, what um, translates into the frequencies or um, the vibrations of, like, what you put into your music or your songs or – yeah. So for us, we have spent many years, like, consciously, I guess, like – chipping away at making the thing that you know the thing that we know we wanted to make so we one day we decided like one day I want to make an EP you know and that was like maybe three four years ago I think we were like 22 26 now um and we you wrote it down didn't even know anything about the law of attraction or nothing. Like, you know, like didn't know about that stuff. Just it's like, dear diary, <laughs> like write it down, draw it, you know, and I was like, okay, so what do you genuinely, like what do you genuinely want to hear? First of all, like just asking the questions, like what do you want to hear from, from someone that looks and sounds like you and if you were to like see yourself out there or you know performing or whatever on whatever scale like what would it look like what would it sound like what was what are the colors you know and it took us like a good couple of years to really like form it and then one day it sort of just accidentally happened like earth punk sort of just like was like hi (laughs) remember me
0: (laughs) it kind of sounds like If that's the process, though, that would make a lot of sense because those are really – those are, like, questions about that – to answer a lot of those questions, it takes, like, awareness of yourself and what you like. It takes – you're also asking questions, trying to be aware of what people outside of yourself would would Mm. see of you. Like, you're asking quite intense – you're asking and answering
1: mm, yeah. quite
0: big questions. Yeah. And so like uh, I, 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 I saw this talk with John Cleese really weirdly from Monty Python. Oh, yeah. And he was making the whole point that the creative process isn't just the – Conceptual or the writing process Or even the like finishing process Mm. The creative process also includes Living as a human being Before that
1: Yeah 100%
0: And that really I think That really clicked in my mind And that's what I really hear when you talk about These questions and about the fact it took so long Because I think you're You're having to live an experience
1: Yeah To
0: inform the music you're making you know
1: 100% 100%
0: Which is very different than to thinking of it as a mechanical thing, a um, structural thing, which is kind of how it tends to be thought of a lot of the time. Yeah,
1: and I think that, like, when you can find a balance between the mechanical and structural things, because the mechanical and structural the tactical, tactical things. The mechanical and structural stuff. <laughs> <like laughs> structural, fuck sakes. The mechanical and structural things about, uh, I guess sound production or uh, in the in the on the topic of you know what we're talking about in terms of like the art of sound production uh it's really important to have that like a kite, you know like a a basket to hold all your other chaos like it you'll it's essential to have both of the sort of um unseen sensual spiritual philosophical philosophical aspects of what you create as well as, like, knowing, you know, basic mathematical structure of, like, how to use the technology and stuff. And it's all about balance. It's dope. Like, I mean, maybe that's just me personally.
0: Well, I was going to say, like, yeah. I think a lot of people really strive to find that balance. And, and mm. like, do you have any advice uh, for anyone, and in, in how you've, m- in, in your best moments, how you've managed to find that that kind of balance? Mm. Uh, it's a very, I understand also, it's a very personal question in a sense that the answer to that question could very well be completely unique to each person.
1: Yeah, I reckon. I mean, for personally, uh, if you want to feel inspired, <laughs> um I don't actually know. <laughs> um because whatever the thing is that needs to be applied at the time like we will intuitively know how to apply it, you know. So I suppose it's just knowing the difference between what your fears are And what your intuition is, and knowing the difference between like your and asking yourself, like, what are you so afraid of then? Like, what are you so fucking afraid of? You're gonna do this thing? When people gonna hate you? People gonna hate you anyway. You know, like, whatever. It's like, people gonna talk shit. People gonna talk shit because you don't wanna do this thing. You don't wanna, like, you don't wanna go to this class full of like all these people that are. Definitely separate To like your reality And you're definitely going to feel Outcasted or ostracised You don't want to go Well like How are you going to learn? You know What are you so afraid of? They're going to You know like And just Like And that's a really specific Really 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 Specific Reality for like Certain people You know Um But, yeah, it's just really, like, knowing the difference. Knowing the difference between, like, fear and intuition. And if your fear is stopping you, your intuition is going to tell you. And if your intuition is stopping you from, you know, doing something that's going to hurt you, you know, they, they sort of play, like, buddies and... Hopefully that makes sense to someone,
0: what I just said. I think that might be, like, one of the coolest things I've heard. on this Oh, couch. sick. Okay, cool. <laughs> Honestly, though. Yeah. Because most of us are afraid about a whole bunch of shit all the time.
1: All the time. We
0: all have our own yeah. things, you know.
1: Yeah, and another thing I wanted to bring up before as well about, you know, like growing with your art form and taking years to form it or whatever, is like with like with like um music and being someone who is a songwriter who writes songs that people are going to listen to and be affected by emotionally and spiritually. There's a real responsibility. There's a real responsibility, and a huge question that we ask ourselves all the time is like, "Would you like? What would you say to your nieces and nephews? Like, what would you say to a child? Like, what how, and how would you say it? Because when information is is like." I suppose, understood at its best is when children can also understand it at its best, you know? So it's often like in all the content content and information that we're always consuming, you know, we as Jen said, we consume so much information all the time it was really important for us to to like understand that about our generation and also simplify the messages so that it could hit through the the freaking information like fog yeah Yeah, like because I mean like we would know. We are. Uh, we are a part of that. We fr- we love Instagrams and TikToks and <laughs> all that. You know, we love it. And so, yeah. Sometimes I'll like we, we even myself. I'll have to go and pull out Earth Punk and listen to it and be like, "Remember?" About <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. And it's extremely true. Like, we don't have an infinite amount of space to take everything in, mm. and whatever it is—information, or even influences, or friends, or mm. everything—like, there is a choice to be made mm. at, in every part of our lives, and there's there's. Everyone's doing their best, and there are healthy and unhealthy choices all all along the way. And it's information just seems to be that one for us now,
1: yeah. That
0: we have to deal with the most, you know. Yeah, it's interesting you because you have, it's, and this is kind of in that realm. Like you, you seem to exist at the intersection of a lot of a lot of interesting. And important conversations or ideas. Mm. Do you is there do you have a do you have an infinite ability to care about all the things you should care about, or you, you know, like so? How do you, how do you navigate what to give your time, which is precious, and your mm. um, attention, which is precious? Like, how do you, ha, how how's that part of your life?
1: Yeah, often. Uh, we are really lucky to have like a really conscious like community, like artist community, and often, what, well, first of all, to answer your question, I absolutely do not have an infinite, <laughs> an infinite um amount of like time and and all that for. The things that I would love to speak on, because what, like, I would, I would love to have that superpower or whatever. Um, and are you I'm working that you're, on
0: it. Are you saying that you're a human?
1: Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't. And um, yeah, often it, it, it's actually really difficult. in the ways that we are gifted other ways that we have decided to like contribute to the you know the healing and the harmonization of like just the fuckery of this world and the unfairness of like marginalized people and um yeah just there's just actually so much there's so much garbage that happens and there's so much corruption that yeah it's really it gets really overwhelming and we do get really like mentally ill if we try to like have our our like attention on everything because it's it's like impossible to be able to do and know everything um so we just sort of vibe to I guess what we vibe to what we know in our heart is something that like is to be articulated or um, addressed in the time uh, yeah we're, we're still such a baby in our art for our art practice and what we're doing. So yeah, yeah we're f- figuring we're figuring out how to cover everything. <laughs>
0: um we're just figuring it out.
1: We're just figuring it out. Everyone's
0: and just fucking figuring we're it out.
1: Fucking figuring it out. Yeah, there was something that came to my head before is like um I was having this conversation with a friend of mine We were actually at (laughs) GAY, crack up, and it was sort of like whatever. Anyway, I don't go out often, but um, I was having this conversation with someone and they were sort of like, oh, my gosh, so sorry, like blah, 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 blah. And I actually can't remember the context of the situation, so feel free to edit this out if you want to. Oh,
0: we don't edit anything.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: we'll even oh this all stays in.
1: Are you serious? It's
0: it's all been beautiful. Oh
1: fuck! Okay.
0: Maybe the maybe being at Joy, yeah. we can cut.
1: <laughs> oh why I love that place. Uh, that's
0: a joke.
1: Oh my god! That's
0: me trying to be funny. I know.
1: It's my favourite. Um, <laughs> you've you got another gay bar that you like to go? You the competitive Eagle Bar. That's right. That we talked about Eagle Bar.
0: <laughs> Shout out Eagle One
1: Yeah um, We We're sort of just talking about This like censorship of Of, of what we were saying And uh, and my response was like Look I'm an artist I'm not a saint You know like I'm not gonna get everything right And I'm gonna say shit that's wrong and, like, I'm going to fuck up and I'm going to do stupid shit. But I'm an artist. I'm not a saint. Like, I'm not here to save the world. I, I literally am just doing what I can to do something, you know, like, in the within the skill set that I have. And... It wasn't a conflict or anything. We were just like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, um, it was just so. It was so. It was so awesome. And yeah. So.
0: Well, I think Samara Lofa, that that is awesome. And uh, and honestly, you saying that I think is a very good summation of yourself as an artist and your approach because that's exactly. I think the exact message that you're at and what you do sends out. So mm. if that's your, you seem like someone who really values your ability to be authentic, to touch in with yourself, mm. if that's your intention, I can tell you that you're very much succeeding in communicating and acting that out into the real world. Thank you. You and Appreciate I, it. I think, will have many more conversations like this. Oh,
1: cool. hope so.
0: Um, Maybe
1: not recorded because oh, we, we, can haven't, talk we, more we shit. haven't actually
0: started recording this. This oh. is just the start of the night. No.
1: <gasps> Fuck's sakes. I got to go pick up uh, Maddie uh, from work and them <laughs> off at the airport.
0: Um, any plugs? If we've arrived at plug time, do you have any plugs?
1: Okay, I've got plugs. When does this come out?
0: Uh, this Sunday.
1: Oh, shit, this Sunday.
0: I don't know what the date is. It's Happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter. Oh, the 4th. Okay, so uh, next weekend on the 10th of April and the 11th of April, we'll be playing a show and another show. So on the 10th of April, we'll be playing Sweepstakes <gasps> release party. Shout out Polly
0: Hell. Yeah. That's so fucking bang. It's so good, eh? It's so good.
1: Yeah, so the release party is at Whammy Back. Be there or be s- anywhere,
0: It's because it's else. not
1: compulsory. <laughs> so, um, and then on the eleventh of April, we'll be in Pornique for Newtown Festival. Period. Very and cool. I think we have like some other shows coming up, like. The next weekend and the next weekend or something.
0: Come to all of them. Yeah. Get get in touch.
1: um, But just don't check out my Instagram page, Um, Samara Alofa.
0: Samara, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks
1: so much for having me. It's been uh, honestly beautiful. I've loved –
0: thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us. And
0: thank you to everyone who listens. I know you would have enjoyed that as much as me. Uh, Haku Meets Humans – New uh, episode every Sunday I think we've got a special one coming for you next So stay tuned See y'all